The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. Hi, this is Andrew from Furin, and you're listening to The Daily Witness Podcast. Today's episode is called Hold Fast to Your Confession. So let's get into a word of prayer. Lord, thank you so much for blessing us with Jesus. Lord, thank you for that gift. We did not deserve it, but Lord, you love us so much that you laid down your life through your Son for each and every one of us, Lord. Lord, I love it how you just love each and every one of us. Like your word says, Lord, you are no respecter of persons. Praise the Lord. Thank you that we all qualify for your love. Lord, help me in today's message. Speak through me. Lord, I just want your kids to be blessed by this message. So, Lord, I receive that in the precious holy name of Jesus. Amen. So, in the body of Christ, there are people that believe that your words are power. And then there are those that don't believe that your words are power. In the world... There are people that believe you can have what you say. And then obviously a large part of the world doesn't. But now here's the truth. Every single Christian that has made Jesus the Lord of their life, they need to come to the point where the word of God is their final authority in their life. Because the word of God is God speaking to us. Now if everyone knew just how powerful the word is, they would naturally make the word their final authority. But there are ministers out there that are preaching full-on sermons, and they've got these ministries, and nothing that they say is biblical. And I've said this uh, before, and I'll say it again. If you are going to a church where they're not preaching the word, leave that church. You need to be in a church or you need to belong to a ministry that they are preaching the word. they got scripture to back up what they're saying. Because the minister should be preaching the word of God. You know, the Bible says that Jesus preached the gospel to the poor. Ministers aren't supposed to preach what they make up. They're not supposed to be preaching what they feel. They're not supposed to be preaching about their hatred for certain presidents, etc. Every minister should be preaching the word of God. Because the word is supposed to be our final authority. You know, Jesus said in his ministry, he said he only says those things that he is his father say. Now, we are supposed to be preaching what we see in the word. Everything supposed to come straight from the top. Okay. The word of God is extremely powerful. And I would love to actually preach on the written word. Because, you know, a lot of people don't know what they're sitting with. They're looking for answers. And they got a book full of it. they got a book full of answers. Praise the Lord. But uh, coming back to confession or speaking the word, the Bible teaches us to do that. Now, I've said this in my previous podcast, that if you want to learn faith, go back to the Gospels and read what Jesus said about faith. I mean, Jesus was the master of faith. Okay. And uh, I want to take us to the book of Mark, Mark chapter 11, and I want to read verse 22 to 24. This is one of the foundation scriptures to speak in the word only. Uh, We know God did it, 
the Bible said in Romans chapter 4 verse 17 that even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things that be not as though they were. So um, I'm going to be focusing on two scriptures in today's message and this is the first one Mark 11 22 to 24 and it says and Jesus answering saith unto them have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. Listen to this. It says, He shall have whatsoever he saith. Verse 24 says, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever he desire, when he pray, believe that he receive them, and he shall have them. Now, in verse 23, it speaks about, speaking praise god it talks about using the words of your mouth to change the circumstances in your life and you know what uh, your words the bible says in the book of proverbs that life and death are in the power of the tongue listen when it comes to christianity that's not when your mouth gets activated before you were born again your words had power that's how non-believers become children of the Most High God when they open their mouth up and they confess that Jesus is the Lord of their life. That's how they get born again. Confessions or your mouth will work for you wherever you are, whether you're a non-believer or whether you are a believer. People are using their words all the time. There are people speaking death all the time or speaking the curse. There are people that are speaking life all the time and everyone is enjoying the fruits of their mouth. There are people that always win in life. And if you listen to them, you will hear that they are speaking victory. There are people that always speak defeat and they always get defeated. And I think a lot of people are starting to connect the dots. This stuff is actually scriptural. These are actually spiritual laws. And like I said, your mouth, the power of your words doesn't get activated when you get born again. Your words always had power. The Bible says so. So I'm going to read verse 23 once again before we move on. It says, For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. That's Jesus speaking. He said you can have what you say. And Jesus is the one that said he only says that what he hears his father say. This is coming straight from the top, that you can have what you say. Now, I know a lot of people might be confused about the mountain in this verse of scripture. I remember when I got born again, I was something like 15, I think. And uh, I was in high school and I was getting familiar with that verse of scripture. And I remember on my way to school, there was this little mountain <laughs> and I stood before it and I said, I command you to go into the sea in the name of Jesus. And I just stood there looking at that mountain and that mountain kept on staring at me. And I said, okay, I got to go because I'm, I'm late for school. When I came back, I was very eager to see if anything happened. But you know, this is what I believe, that Jesus wasn't talking about a physical mountain. Just remember, Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. Okay, you got to learn to discern the word. The mountain is any problem in your life. There are problems in people's lives that are as big as mountains. They don't know how to get past it. It is just in their way. It is just in their path. They cannot get through it. But 
Jesus said we need to speak to it. We need to use the words of our mouth to get past that thing. Praise God. Now, listen to this. Like I said in the beginning, there are a lot of Christians that do believe in the power of words. And then there are those that don't. And the ones that don't, you might hear them say something like this, that they've tried it, but it didn't work. Have you heard that? Now, I know for me personally, I've used the words of my mouth many times and I have gotten victories. But there were times where I was confessing, but I didn't see certain things come to pass. Now, this year, as a matter of fact, this month, I was really blessed to be part of my first Kenneth Copeland Ministries victory campaign. And this was held in Randburg, Johannesburg, and it ran from the 12th to the 13th at Raymond Bible Church. And the very first meeting was uh, Friday night. And in that first meeting, I saw where I was going wrong this whole time. And I want to share that with you now. Now, there's something that I know about Kenneth Copeland and his family and the ministers in his personal circle that he ministers with. Something that I know about them, something that I've seen in their lives is the fact that they believe strongly in speaking the word. They believe strongly in confessions. They just believe it. They live the stuff out. They've got testimony upon testimony upon testimony upon testimony. You know, they have gotten that down. And that's something that I'm still learning about. He said something in that meeting that I just connected the dots by the Holy Spirit. Praise God. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. And I want to share that with you. So listen to this. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 10 verse 23. And I'll be reading from the King James. And it says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promised. I'm going to read that again. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Now that word profession, I went to the Merriam-Webster dictionary and I got that definition of the word profession. And it says an act of openly declaring or publicly claiming a belief, faith or opinion. Now, in other words, it is confession. That's what the word profession means. So let's read that exact same scripture but let's change the word from profession. Profession is just an old English word for confession. So let's just stick the word confession in there because it means the same thing. Let us all fast the confession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. So this was that key ingredient that I wasn't adding to my faith projects. I was doing some confessing, but I wasn't holding fast to it. I wasn't continuously saying the same thing. Yes, I have received a lot of victories in my life and I praise God for that. I've received victories in a lot of areas, wisdom, divine protection, uh, the blessing, healing, etc., etc. But there were areas that I did not receive victory and I found out why. And the Lord revealed to me what my problem was. And that was I wasn't being consistently constant with the words of my mouth. So, for example, I would speak the word and then after a while, I would stop confessing it. Then I would jump back on that train and I would confess some more. Then I would jump off that train. Then I would jump back on and confess a bit. Then I would stop. But the Bible tells us that we must hold fast to that confession. I want to read something to you in the book of James, which also applies to speaking the word, to your confession of faith. Listen to this. This is the uh, book of James chapter 1 and I want to read from verse 6 to 8. It says, But let him ask in faith 
nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. We have to be stable in our confession. When we jump on that confession train, we need to stay on that confession train until it reaches our destination. We cannot speak one thing and then declare another thing that is completely contradictory to what we're saying in the first place. We need to keep saying the same thing. In the good times, in the bad times, we need to keep speaking the word only. Like that centurion said to Jesus in Matthew chapter 8 verse 8, Speak the word only and my servant will be healed. There was no room for doubt in his statement. If you are going for your healing, if you are going for the blessing, if you are going for divine protection, if you are going for the wisdom of God, if you are trusting the Lord for the right spouse, if you are believing for your marriage to be restored, whatever you trust in God for, you need to hold fast to what the word says. You need to just put it into your heart all the time, all the time. Speak the word, speak the word. You need to come to the point where every day you're going to be doing the same thing. You're going to be speaking the end result. I mean, that is it. If the word says it, that settles it. And you're just going to flow with what the word says, because here's the truth. You can open your Bible at any given time. You can open your Bible a month from now. I would obviously suggest that you stay in your word. But what I'm saying is a year from now, two years, 10 years from now, your Bible is still going to be saying the same thing because God's word never, ever, ever changes. So we need to come to that point where we don't change. Now I'm going to share testimony with you and I wanted to bless you. So uh, please pay, pay attention to it because this is going to help you. You know, a lot of people want to be faith giants. Okay, they want to come to a point where they can trust the Lord for anything. There's a lot of people that believe that the Lord can meet your every need, which you can. There are some people that need a house and the Lord can meet their need. Uh, there's people that need a new car. There's people that need promotion, etc. You know, um, there's a lot of different potential faith projects out there. And everyone wants to be faith giants, but no one wants to start small. No one wants to start trusting the Lord for the small things. Well, guess what? I did start trusting the Lord for small things. I remember when I needed a chest of drawers. And I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to trust you for a chest of drawers. And I said, you know what? I know I'm called to ministry, so I better start practicing faith so I would be able to preach on it. You know, because I'm not going to stand up in front of people and preach something that I don't live out. You know, you don't do that. Every minister should be practicing the stuff they should be living the stuff out. And from that, they can preach the word. Praise God. And I said, you know, I need a chest of drawers in my room. So I went before the Lord and I asked him for a chest of drawers. And I looked around my room and I found the perfect place where I wanted my chest of drawers to stand. And I vacuumed my entire room, including the place where I need that chest of drawers uh, to stand. And I took masking tape and I placed it on the floor where the chest of drawers is going to stand. And from that day forward... I never walked in that spot because my faith saw a chest of drawers there. But listen to this. I would speak it every day that I have a chest of drawers. I remember when I'd get up and I'd leave the room, whether it's to go to the kitchen or the lounge or the bathroom, wherever. I would run my hand across the top of that chest of drawers because my faith saw a chest of drawers there. And I would thank the Lord for it. And I would come back into the room 
and when I'd leave the room again, I'd run my hand across this chest of drawers, which wasn't there in the natural, but it was there by faith. And it didn't take long. I think it still took two months. And I remember the Lord led me and this person blessed me with a debt-free chest of drawers. But I was consistent. And that's something that the Lord showed me that I need to be in all areas concerning faith. You need to keep saying the same thing. You need to keep saying it. Whether you're feeling good, whether you're feeling bad, whether things are looking great, whether things are looking terrible, you need to hold fast to the confession of your faith. God is faithful. He's always been faithful. And it's not him taking his time. It's us that need to renew our mind to the fact that the Lord has already met our needs. It's already been met in Christ Jesus. The biggest part of faith is actually receiving what he has done for us through his son Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Hold fast to the confession of your faith. Start small, start something. Get the scriptures, whatever you want to believe God for. You've got to find scriptures in the word that promise you that thing. And then take it. Feed on those scriptures. Get into teachings concerning that area. And just speak it every day. And just keep receiving it. And thanking the Lord about it. Be faithful to Him because He is faithful to us. God loves you. We love you. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.